This is a news report from the Center for Biological Diversity, and it was released on May 18th, 2022. Today is, of course, February 16th, 2024. So this article is a few years old. However, it is, I believe, quite applicable to today's situation, quite relevant, and it is worth going through it, I believe. So the title of it says, Legal Petition Seeks Federal Trade Commission Investigation of Energy Utility Abuses in Washington. More than 230 consumer, environmental, and public interest groups urged the Federal Trade Commission today to investigate the electric utility industry for widespread abuses. These include bribery, fake dark money campaigns, and denying customers access to renewable energy. Today, abusive utility practices are leading to increased electricity rates, obstruction of clean energy competitors in the face of climate change, and utility interference in democratic processes, the groups said in the petition to the FTC. The urgency for a federal investigation of utility companies' unfair competitive and anti-democratic practices at this time cannot be overstated. The petition details widespread anti-competitive abuses by monopoly electric utilities across the country, including tens of millions of dollars in bribes to public officials, bank rolling schemes to run ghost candidates to keep political allies in power, and fixing the market to block competitors from providing renewable energy to customers. Monopoly utilities are out of control, said Anya Schoolman. Executive Director of Solar United Neighbors. It's time federal regulators step in and protect consumers. Utilities are gouging ratepayers and cutting off power while they line the pockets of politicians and rig the system to block planet-saving renewable energy, said Jean Sue, Director of the Center for Biological Diversity's Energy Justice Program. Like it did a century ago, the FTC should use its authority to investigate the broken utility industry and stop this blatant self-dealing. The FTC needs to stand up for consumers and give renewable energy competition a fighting chance. Utilities are using the customer's money to rig our political system and to reinforce their monopolies, said David Pomerantz, executive director of the Energy and Policy Institute. As it did nearly a century ago, the FTC should investigate those problems so that policymakers can start to solve them. The market is ready to give Americans more clean local energy, said John Farrow, co-director of the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. The FTC needs to prevent the incumbent monopoly utilities from standing in the way, employing its expansive investigative powers. The FTC can help build a comprehensive factual record for legislative and administrative reconstruction of the power sector to ensure public accountability and sustainability, said Sandeep Lahisen of the Open Market Institute. The Commission has a history of exposing the abuses, inefficiencies, and unprecedented propaganda efforts of utility companies, as it did nearly a century ago. The FTC can lay the groundwork for utility reform and help rein in the power of these massive corporations. An FTC investigation of the electric utility industry has precedent. Massive industry consolidation in the 1920s led to the consumer abuse, corruption, and an unrelenting campaign against public power competitors. These actions triggered a seven-year-long FTC investigation to electric utility abuses. 
The investigation's findings laid the groundwork for the Public Utility Holding Company Act of 1935. This landmark legislation set limits on utility companies' ability to merge and manipulate the market. Congress repealed the act in 2005, worsening many of the problems the United States is seeing today. Some of the abuses described in the petition include 1. An Ohio utility, First Energy, paid $60 million in bribes to the Ohio House Speaker's political machine. In return, the utility has secured a $1 billion ratepayer-funded bailout for several of its unprofitable nuclear and coal plants. Number 2. Florida Power & Light, FPL, spent millions of dollars on political consultants who triggered a scheme to siphon votes to third-party ghost candidates from candidates committed to holding utilities accountable, according to reporting by the Orlando Sentinel. The ghost candidate won all three races. One utility opponent lost by just 32 votes. Number three, a recent national survey found that nearly three quarters of solar developers experienced delays in interconnecting projects to the electric grid. 85% of residents specifically named utility non-compliance with interconnection procedures as a problem. These delays increased the cost of distributed solar project and caused customers to back out of long delayed projects. Minnesota regulators find Excel Energy, $1 million for failing to keep pace with a backlog of projects. Two years later, the backlog remains a barrier to solar growth. The five-member FTC is at full strength with last week's confirmation of law professor Alvaro M. Bedoya. The commission had been split along party lines, but Democrats now have a 3-2 to two majority. Advocates say the FTC should take action to stop utility abuses and recommend legislation that will protect consumers. Legislation should include structural changes that abolish conflicts of interest and reduce utilities' ability to exert market power over their competitors. And that is the article. Again, the article was by the Center for Biological Diversity. And again, this is from May 18, 2022. But as you can see, it is very relevant to even today. Right now, utility companies, electrical utility companies across the nation and perhaps across the world are reaping benefits of their massive power, their massive control over a very needed and critical resource, which is electrical energy and this has been going on for probably over 150 years now since electricity was widely made available in towns and cities and this massive power that these companies have has been used blatantly and clearly to maintain that very power and the way it has been used and abused is by meddling in the political process and that is problematic if you have any kind of question about why that would be problematic is that corporations are basically diluting, nulling and canceling the people's will by political votes. The people, the majority of the people, which is basically the, the core concept, the core idea of a democracy, rule of the majority. That majority is being cheated, is being again diluted, their power is being diluted and basically canceled in many, many occasions and ways by the wallet, by the money, by the influence of the corporations, large, powerful and wealthy corporations like the utility electrical corporations. 
which are, may I remind you, private, for-profit, and publicly traded corporations, many of them, if not most. So you have these corporations basically waiting for elections and the results of the elections. And whoever gets in power, no matter who it is, whether it's Republican, Independent, or Democrat, they go behind the voter, which is the majority of the people that elected a certain representative, whether it's a commissioner, whether it's a House representative or congressperson, and they go behind the back door. They go through the kitchen door of that representative's house. They sit down with them in some cases, literally, but, you know, in many cases, it's just meetings and lunches that they have and they come to agreements basically by the representative taking huge favors, whether it's shares whether it's straight up money, whether it's property favors, all kinds of transfers of wealth through different means. Of course, a very few times, if any, those representatives are going to directly extend their hand and take money funds from the power company. Of course, they're going to have very creative ways of going around the system and making it look like it has nothing to do with whatever agreement they came into. They have, like this report mentions, dark money, dark companies, dark money methods. That means that the money is basically transferred from the power company to the political representative in very creative ways through business deals, through many different corporations and companies and methods of purchase and buying and through all kinds of methods, shares, bonds, Again, trips, favors, vacations, property, you name it. There's a million and one ways to do a favor for a person without raising any eyebrows from anyone around, or at least not for a while. And that's what these companies have been able to do in addition to running candidates, funding candidates to basically disrupt the political process, disrupt the chances of a certain candidate from winning by throwing money at advertisement, at campaigns, at attacks. You can very, very efficiently and effectively derail a certain candidate's campaign, especially if that candidate is running on an agenda to help out clean energy, renewable energy, which not necessarily hurts the conventional power company. You have to consider this, that just because you are advocating for solar doesn't mean that you are advocating to shut down the power company. The power company can very well, and it's very much in a good position, I believe, and as it has been demonstrated, that they're in an excellent position to themselves embrace solar. They could themselves, as many of them have, expand into solar energy, wind energy, into renewable energies. And again, many of them have purchased very vast solar fields, wind energy fields. Perhaps the power company is among the largest investors in the solar industry. And this is not a coincidence. This is not by any means a mistake or something that they're doing willy-nilly or throwing the dice. They know very well where it's going. They just want to thwart any efforts and any progress in the clean energy fields that do not include them, such as rooftop solar, such as third party company, not third, but second, I would say the second or third company competitors, a company, for example, that would compete with power companies for customers in a certain area. Even if it is to limited extent, the power companies do not like this and they are fighting tooth and nail to prevent this from occurring. So that is where the problem lies. 
that these power companies are doing everything they can possibly do to thwart and in some cases they play dirty and use and wield their power to basically kill and get rid of any kind of competition or any kind of chance for a second or third company from competing with them, such as a rooftop lease solar company that can provide power directly to customers through solar panels on the rooftop or on their property. So this article again just proves the point that this is occurring. This has been occurring for years and I would say many, many years now since solar was available. So do look for my series on is the power company ripping you off? I have been putting together a series for several weeks now. Do look for that. And again, this article here is just a reinforcement for my arguments in that series. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon and please ensure to share this with your friends and family. And please like this content and subscribe as a sign of support and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. Lastly, if you wish to support this content further, please visit the links provided in this publication. Thank you.